Chelsea. Chelsea, how are you? I'm good. How are you going? Good. good. That's um, good. I'm really good. Talk to me or us about who you are, what you do and what you love. Yeah. I am a, well, I'm actually from the bush in Queensland, but I'm an MC and I've been rapping for about maybe eight years now. Why emceeing? Why music? Why rapping and not netball? Well, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it's, um, it's a bit more emotional when you connect with music, you know. Like I've always admired people who are really dedicated to their sport, you know, because I feel like being an athlete is another big, big commitment. But there's something about music where um, – you vibe with so many different people who connect with your story and who don't, you know, that's another really beautiful thing about music is it can really like uprise people or, you know, kind of, um, yeah, it just, it, it can really tick someone off and you're like, why does that, why does that, you know, feeling like, why do I make you mad or why is it? And you're like, I don't know. It's just something about music that, people either love or hate like and they're all going through different like stages of their life you know so there's definitely music that I connect with you know that I probably wouldn't maybe 10 years ago you know so that's the thing I love about music it's kind of like time travel really for yeah. me yeah so you actually work with yeah, do some work with mules is that correct yeah yeah like me and mules we were like seriously one of those like meant to be partnerships um we met on twitter you know what i mean like we we didn't really know anyone in common and you know we literally just met up one day and we just sat in his you know office or you know in a spare room in his house and we just like started making music together and we've just been together since like just always collaborating always working on stuff so um it was one of those things that was just supposed to happen <laughs> Yeah, that's cool. It's like it's like um, divine, divine timing, right? Um, and no one comes to us by accident, really. Totally. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. And um, like I said, like I didn't really know anyone. He, like, I didn't know him. Didn't know. And when I met him, it because you know I didn't come from a musical family at all. You know, like my my dad's side is like full country like lives on a property and my mom's not musical at all either so I was super super and I was really late to getting into music too like I didn't really do much of it at all until I kind of left high school and um and when I met Mules I was very like insecure and shy about doing music because no one really said oh, you know, you should rap or, you know, I never really had that sort of backing. It was all very foreign in my family that I even kind of wanted to pursue music. So I met him and he was just so like, we just, we just vibed and it was, it was a comfort zone straight away, you know? So that was like, I was really fortunate to find someone that I just vibed with straight off the bat, you know, because there are other artists who go through lots of producers and, you know, different networks to find that person so I was very fortunate to find him yeah so where what have you done with your music up to date and what have you seen and where has it taken you so far yeah well so I think four five years ago now god it feels like forever ago I won the Hilltop Hoods initiative so every year they give 
and an award to an up-and-coming artist that's not signed. So um, basically me and Mules just like made this EP in his bedroom and we're like, we submitted these three songs and we were like, yeah, we want to win this award. Like, and um, I don't know how we won it, but we did. And like, we just like went on, you know, we did a few festivals and we did lots of gigs and like, we were really fortunate. We got to support like, game and like all these you know american artists that would come over here and then long story short i pretty much packed up and moved to la because my ex-partner is american and he lived there you know and it just kind of made sense for me to go there because you know i'm like oh la like this is gonna be great like and uh, and it was but um over there, like he was an artist too. So, you know, I was supporting his art as well as trying to do mine. And it was very, um, it was very full on. But then I just kind of grew to the point where I was like, I don't think LA's for me. And like, I never thought I would say that because I've, I've always thought that I would love being in LA. But it got to a point where I was just like, I feel a little creatively blocked. Like I'm away from Mules, who's we just we just vibe so well and the music comes so easy and then not being around that person and trying to work with other producers and sound engineers like it just wasn't happening for me personally and I think I was just in this state where I'm like I really miss my family I feel a little blocked you know yeah and then after that I had to come back home due to family circumstances I needed to be back in Australia to be with my dad and then I was like, you know what, like, I think I want to move back, you know, after like three, uh, two and a half, nearly three years of being there. I just thought, no, nah, I've got to come back. Like, it's just, it just feels right. And then since then, I've been back here for probably just over a year. Since then, like me and Mills have like nearly finished this album. So this is our first album together. Yeah, I'm really, really excited about it because I felt like I haven't released anything in like, you know, so long. So it's, uh, we're really, really excited about it. Yeah. Um, I want to touch base on, on your LA journey there. And I find it interesting how you mentioned that it was something that you wanted to do and that, you know, the idea of something is amazing until you actually manifest that reality and you get there and then you're like, oh, what? I don't yeah. know what I anticipated. Or yeah. I have this. This isn't actually um, fulfilling or, you know, uh, creating or holding space for me to flourish in a way that I thought that I was going to. Yeah. That, that can happen quite often, whether it be with music, life, situations, like you can have a particular idea and that idea itself can seem like a beautiful carrot, a golden carrot per se, but an opportunity to bite that carrot and you go, oh, yeah. No, it's so true. You know, I thought, you know, I'm going to go over there and, you know, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to, like, focus on my music and, you know, it's really going to happen for me. And, like, I was very fortunate. Like, I was in a lot of, um, like, I can't even tell you how many times I was in a place at the right time. You know what I mean? Like, and I was very fortunate to meet a lot of really cool people. You know what I mean? Like I met Ra Digger only because I was at my friend's studio session and she happened to pop in there. And then from that, she gave me this, you know, um, co-sign on these huge blogs. And like from then I got lots of publicity. So it's like I've, I had a lot of really fortunate times where 
um, there were people who were helping with helping me trying to get on, you know what I mean? But there was something like it was creatively I couldn't I couldn't just express because I felt like I felt probably didn't feel as supported, you know, with that my friends and my family. Like you really don't you probably don't realise how much they mean to you until you're on the other side of the planet, you know. And um, I know there's like Skype and stuff like that, but like to physically be next to someone and make music is is how I work. You know what I mean? Like I used to be one of those writers where I'd like I'd write as much as I can, and then I'd get in the studio and then I'd piece things together. And but now it's like I don't even prep. You know what I mean? I just walk in there and like we make the beat, and like it's very like organic in how it happens now. But I couldn't do that over there. I just couldn't do it. And um, I, I, I thought like, oh, yeah, I'll be fine, like, without my friends and my family. Like, I can sort of talk to them every now and then and I'll be fine. I don't, I don't know anyone in LA. I, just, I knew my boyfriend or my partner, you know. But that's enough. Oh, I'll make it work. And it's like those things just didn't work for me, you know. Like, as much as, like, LA was cool and I had a, I had a lot of luck and fortune over there, it wasn't, it wasn't something I saw being sustainable because I don't, I didn't connect with the LA lifestyle, you know, like I found people over there to be quite like materialistic, you know, saying that I did work, I worked in Beverly Hills. So I was probably amongst like the worst of it, you know, at Lamborghini and Beverly Hills. So uh, you can imagine, I just found people to be a bit superficial, you know, a bit materialistic and coming from a town like population, like a thousand people, it was pretty overwhelming, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's funny how you can really think, oh, this is, this is going to be it. Like, this is going to be great. And then you get there and you're like, this is not what I thought it was going to be at all. But that's the beauty of life. You know, you get there and you're like, all right, well, this doesn't work. So how can we maneuver or make a plan or manifest something that does work? You know, it gets you one step closer to knowing what you actually might want and what will work. So I never looked at it as, um, you know, wasting time or anything like that because, you know, it was all growth. You know, it's all growth. You mentioned something interesting as well that your ex-partner over there in LA was an artist as well. So obviously him having his own dreams and goals and things and him wanting to manifest his reality and, and you being in that space as well, did you find that challenging or difficult um, being in that made type of partnership? Where, yeah. Yeah, do you know where I'm going? I know what you're saying. Yeah, for sure. I always thought it was a very like cool thing that we had, you know what I mean? Like we would totally understand like, Hey babe, I'm going to be at the studio till late, you know, don't wait up. You know, I, I understand what you're saying. Like I, I, I've been there, you know? So I like that level. In fact, we, we respected each other creatively. Like we didn't want to put up these walls. It's like, well, you only get three hours in the studio and then we have to do this. And you know, like I, that's not fair to any artist or, you know, athlete or, you know, anyone that's really committed to their vision, you know, it's very selfish to say, you know, you can only allocate X, Y, Z to have me in your life. Like, I don't think that's fair at all. Saying that, it got to a point where um, in our relationship, our relationship was affected just because he was on the road all the time. You know what I mean? Like he would tour so much, like months on end, like sometimes three months at a time, you know, and um, it got very hard in that, you know, 
we we both came to a point where like we are focused on our goal and that doesn't mean we don't love each other but we just I feel like we need to focus on our goal you know and we kind of like separated in a really cool way um it, it can be really hard for um for people who are in the same industry doing the same thing like you know I see all those like articles about like actresses and actors that like have affairs and like blah 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 it's like it's it's very hard for um you know people to work together and be in partnerships and really be married you know and want the same things because um when you're so, when you're young like us and you're so driven like it doesn't sometimes it doesn't work out you know but that's kind of a risk you gotta take yeah yeah definitely yeah yeah and it, it can apply to anything like um yeah whatever the passion or dream or goal is. Mm. when you're so focused on your mission and you found i suppose what you would consider your life purpose to go for that and and do what it is that you need to do to continually make that happen but also consider the people that you love in your life as well and how do you manage that balance yeah for sure and there was definitely like for me i would just like if he got any sort of recognition or like i was so proud you know what i mean like i'm i'm so happy you know to see people i love and support get on you know because i understand it's so much work um saying that like i i know that that he had a little bit of a like more competitive streak you know what i mean like oh oh well i'll show you this and blah 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 and then like it it was good though because i could see that he wanted he wanted me to be competitive because he knew I was blocked, you know, he knew I was, he knew that I was better than what I was doing, but he couldn't really comprehend like, Chelsea, like you've got all these people supporting you and you're sitting back and doing nothing and you're not releasing music. Like what the hell are you going crazy? Like, and like, and I was, but it was kind of like something I needed to figure out for myself, you know, and he was just trying to be a supportive partner and like try to push me a bit more. I feel, I feel like with music, I can only really relate this to music, but, you know, how, you, how your body is aligned is how you will mirror out to the world, you know, and how, how that, you know, you will express your feelings. And I just felt like, I just felt, I, I don't know how else to say, I wasn't aligned, like I was blocked. I was just kind of, wasn't in my comfort zone. So it was hard for me to... Um, find my footing in a, in a country where I didn't know anyone and that sort of thing. But soon, as soon as I come back home, it's like, it's back on. So, And that's the thing too, you can only make, judge it by how it makes you feel and the impact it's having on you mentally, physically, emotionally. Mm. And I can relate to that as well, like with my work. Like when I'm, you know, surrounded by particular individuals, I can just feel energetically everything's like boom like I'll see like it's like, like for me particularly and I can only relate this to music like the insight the mediumship the psychic work the energy the energy reading is just everything's easy on like where I am and who I'm with and what I'm going through things can lull down and your environment plays a massive part and I felt like um like I've always felt that like the the universe gives you you know all the tools you need you know so if you're not vibing and you're not connecting with someone like something there's normally a reason why you're not like it's like when I forget things I'm like oh I can't believe I forgot that and I was like oh I wasn't supposed to remember it because I feel like I always remember things that are very important but it's funny like my old partner he'd be like you forget everything you forget everything I tell you why are you so forgetful 
and my partner now is like, God, your memory's incredible. Like he's known me for five years. Like, you know, so it's like, it's funny how, and you know, my old partner, like saying I was living in a foreign country, he's like, oh, you're such a bad driver. You're such a bad driver. You're a horrible driver. You know, and then I come back here and he's like, you are the best driver. You're such a good parker. Like, and I'm like, I felt like I was living on this parallel earth. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know how there's two, they're supposed to be like the bad earth and like the good one. You know, I felt like, oh God, am I just transported back from the other earth or something? Like I'm a good driver and a bad driver. Your memory's good, your memory's bad. But um, yeah, I do. I felt, I feel like the universe gives you everything that you can cope with. And, and, then, and then when it's crap, you're like, okay, how can I, what am I growing? Why is it crap? Why am I growing from this? And like, don't project it out. Just be like, look within yourself and like, what am I doing? Like, just focus on you, you know, because everything around you will then fall into place. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, that's amazing. It's so funny you mentioned like the parallel realities of parallel universes. Yeah. Because, yeah, you can be in one environment and excel ridiculous, you know, feel that support and everything aligns. And then you could do the exact same thing somewhere else around different people and it can flip definitely on a different planet. It's a beautiful life experience as well because it kind of it gives you further insight on how to navigate and, and, and know when to identify where you should be at and when and know when to pull the handbrake You know, I have this thing, stop, revive, survive. Shit's not working or you're literally driving down, you know, yeah. <laughs> completely foreign where no person should be driving at all. Time when you pull the car over, pull the handbrake and go, all right, now I need to assess where I'm going. Who knows where it's taking me right now because there are no road signs. Whatsoever. For sure. Um, with your with your album that you're about to release, or that you're you know you're coming to the end of working on, can you share a little bit about that and the inspiration behind it? You know what? Like I felt like the first project was just an EP that we did was very like it was very like you know Aussie hip hop, you know that sort of vibe, and like I love it. You know what I mean? I love that sort of vibe. Um, but for this, I kind of wanted to do something a bit more universal um, with a bit more diversity, showing a bit more sides of my personality, you know. So, you know, um, there's like singing and rapping on it and there's like ten there's dance tracks, there's grimy tracks, there's like EMD, like there's heaps of different sort of tracks. You know, I didn't want to make an album that was like, 12 songs of the same production you know and that was another like big challenge for it It was like mules really had to like i said throw all those 90s drums out of the window and let's start with like something completely new so like we were both doing stuff that we really weren't ever ever had done before you know what i mean like as far as like the the lyrics that i'm writing um, are very light-hearted and they're not so like brag like they're still braggadocious but they're not so hard like harsh I guess so you would say and like his production style is like ranging from you know doing all these different types of sounds and that's why I enjoyed really enjoyed making this project because it was so different to the first um, the first project we did in how we even created it like we stayed at my um my partners had a holiday house in Noosa and me and Mules just went up there for like a whole week and like just nailed so many songs like off the bat and like tried different samples and it was just amazing. I'd say everything about this creative process has been really off the cuff and just um, kind of freestyling and that sort of stuff, which is really fun. And like I get that like when I make 
tracks like that it's not necessarily the deepest meaning or political like I'm I've never been that kind of rapper you know I've never been that kind of rapper to like have this like in-depth deep message about humanity or politics or I'm yeah I saw this thing and Nas was just like when I go to the club I don't want to hear my own music and like that's kind of like I don't want to hear like heavy I just want to lift my vibration when I listen to music like I've never connected with really sad music so when I made this song, I just want something that people can throw on and just like be happy, you know what I mean? Or like just like rap in the mirror and be stupid. That's the whole vibe I wanted to get from it. I kind of like there's a couple like the vibe. When I grew up listening to hip-hop, it was very late, but like there were so many songs about like men like exploiting women and like all this sort of stuff and I'm just like well you know women exploit men too you know what I mean like I, I kind of wanted to be that voice of like don't exploit men but you know what I mean like just kind of like braggadocious stuff from a woman's perspective you know but it, it was kind of like yeah I would say that it was just all very off the cuff in how it was made. When you speak of that that's really interesting because you know, hip-hop does have a, a real solid drive, and I say this respectfully, in, in from a very open-minded space, mm-hmm. um, solid drive for, explo- uh, for exploiting women. Um, not all uh, streams or artists or streams of hip-hop do. For one, I know Lyrics Born, for example, has never, ever once mentioned anything derogative about a female. I guess it's like we're all human and we all, like, do crazy stuff. You know what I mean? I'm not saying I'm, like, out here, like, chopping off, you know, men's dicks and disrespecting it. You know what I mean? Like, I would never, like, you know. And, like, that's another thing, too. Like, the art of the beauty of Eminem is, like, he can say whatever the hell he wants you know that's what I love about hip-hop people say whatever they want and people make stuff up people like say it how it is on the streets or you know what's going on in their community and like that's the beauty about hip-hop what I wanted to say was like you know ladies it's okay like we've all done some real ratchet stuff or inappropriate things you know with men or we've all acted crazy it's it's more of a vibe of like we're all women, we, we've all been there, you know. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not one to judge at all because, you know, like I said, we've all been there or you know, I could be in a position where that you're in now. So it's like I can't really stand here and say anything. We are all on our own soul's mission, making our own mistakes, paying our own karma. I'm just here writing you real things that have happened to me that might not that's another thing with my writing is like I tend to and I'm still trying to overcome the thing with me is like I'll I'll, I'll let you know real details about my life but like I'm kind of very guarded as well like I'm very I'm a very private person so my my challenge has been like trying to be more open about who I am you know what I mean like even though like songs are based on real stories, you know, they're just like, oh, but I'm not a little bit more detail as to who you actually are. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. I'm just trying to write it from my perspective at the same time. I'm trying my best to still be that light rapper, but give you a bit more of who I am as a person. You know what I mean? So that, would you say throughout your creative process, 
of, uh, of you know, writing music, making music, rapping music, and, and at the same time you're saying you're, you're a private person, would you say throughout that process that's kind of like you self-challenging yourself as well and you finding your own healing and overcoming your own barriers? That's what I'm saying. Like it's like still self-discovery while I'm doing it, you know, like every time I hear a beat, I'm like, well, what kind of vibe do I get from this? What should I say? What, what am I saying that other people connect to or what am I saying that people haven't heard me say yet? You know what I mean? Like, cause there's only like, I know there's rappers that just kind of do the same thing and I don't really want to be one of those because I want people to be intrigued to who I am. Cause especially nowadays, like, you know, Aretha Franklin, everyone loved her voice, but no one knew, you know, what she had for breakfast and where she checked into on Facebook. You know what I mean? Like everyone wants to know everything about you nowadays. You know what I mean? There's the, which is why I kind of respect Sia too. Cause she like has that barrier of like, no, I want this space to be mine. So it's, I guess it's kind of finding a balance of, um, and I'm still figuring it out. You know, I think a lot of us are still always fight, always continually finding balance in what it is that we do, how much we share, what we want to share, and still live our purpose at the same time. We still grow through that purpose too. Like, you know, anything that's not growing is dead, right? If you're not actually challenging yourself and your own personal obstacles and trying to overcome them um, at the same time as being, you know, it's, it's like being that masterpiece but work in progress at the same time. I really wanted to try over this different production because it like it challenges me you know what I mean I'm not I'm just I'm growing like you said it's like just doing new stuff you know and that's why I kind of get mad when people are like oh you know this is I don't know this is the first person that came to my head Kanye West used to make great music now he's just rubbish you know blah 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 you might think it's rubbish but it's different you know what I mean he's making different music he's going through different life experiences like I've definitely seen more of Kanye in the last three years than, you know, 10 years ago. Like, no, like just that level of personality. Like, like I said, everyone wants to know everything about you now. Um, but you don't know what it's like living in his lifestyle. You know, you don't know what it's like having no privacy. Like I know I'd go insane. You know, even when I worked at Lamborghini, like, you know, Kim or whatever would come into the dealership. She's already got a hundred paparazzi on her. You know, she's walking into a car, you know, it's just a new level of harassment, <laughs> you know, it's just paparazzi. But what I'm saying is like, you might not like what an artist puts out later, but it's like, who cares? Like, if you don't like it, shut up. No one cares. Like it's their personal development yeah. and it's, it's their expression of what they're going through. Um, you might not, you might not relate to it because you're not living their life and that's fine. You know, that's fine. But I guess I've always admired that people do do that because it shows that they're trying to be different or, you know, like Kid Cudi who like openly speaks about depression and like being in, you know, treatment and stuff. It's like, of course the music is forever changing. Like, like I said before, he might not be aligned, but he loves music so much he has to put something out. You know, you just don't know. Like, and that's one thing I love about music. Like, you, you, I might hate one artist and then I'll love one song. You know, you know what I mean? But like overall, I hate their music, but God, that hook is so catchy and it's in my head and I can't get it out. It's so clever, you know? And then there's the other flip side where it's like you don't like a celebrity, but you like some of their music. So it's like, it's just on the vibe you get, hey. It's a vibe that you feel and what you connect with at the time. 
And I think like going off what you're saying as well, I think people generally these days, because music has evolved so dramatically, take it back, you know, um, 40s, 50s, early 60s, where that was the love era. Yeah. Where it was completely normal to sit there and, you know, write a song and sing a song about heartbreak vulnerably in a way that not many people would probably do now. And it's not because one's right, one's wrong. It's just an evolution of consciousness that we all go through or an evolution of time. Society changes, the world changes, we change. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people like it from a consumer or receiver level are so focused on the marketing and how things are marketed rather than looking at the soul of that person and going, that's a production of what that person is going through at that stage in their life. Totally. I like it or not, I need to just respect that that's where they're at in their evolutionary growth. And that was something, that's something that they chose to express in the way that they were. And whether or not I resonate with it or not, it's not for me to judge what that person's going through in their life journey. Like we forget any art, whether it be music or any form of expression is just based on on where that person's at at that time. Yep. That's it. That's why I said like it's time travel too. Like you go back and you'll be like, whoa, I was in this heavy space and I was like so weighed down and, you know, but it's good at the time because you're like at least I'm, you know, communicating it through music, you know what I mean? But, and that's what I love about music. It's like it can, I'll hear a song on the radio and it'll take me back to big day out 2003, like, but you know, that's like, and it's just, yeah, I love it. Where do you think to yourself, babe, um, let's say, let's time travel five years from now. Do you think um, Chelsea in five years, like how much do you think maybe if we were going to kind of go down that that time travel, do you think music will change or evolve dramatically or where would you actually like to see your form of expression? You know, I feel like... I feel like Australia is a little bit behind with, um, you know, new music and trends and whatever. I definitely feel like women are sort of on the rise here, which is so, so amazing. I think that we're still, we've still got a, like a little way to go. I would hopefully like to see in five years, like there's far more women. Like I, I remember like, listening to like APRA did some study and it's like the percentage of musicians that are women is just so low you know what I mean like women don't get the same you know um, opportunities that men do here in Australia as far as the music industry is concerned so I would like to I would really love like a really even playing field like a lot more especially female rappers you know like playing festivals um, you know, we're yet to see like an Australian, you know, hilltop, like that sort of level, you know, like a, um, like a, a woman that, you know, is on, on that level, like at the top of the bill, you know what I mean? Not below anyone else. I feel like we're only, we're only getting better and we're getting more aware of this. And it's been spoken a lot actually on Triple J and at least more people are aware of it. But I still think there's a lot of growth for women in the industry here. Ideally, me, I really don't know what's going to happen, you know, um, which, is, which is good. But I think what I've kind of learned is to just be really like present in the moment, you know, of the, of the music that you're making. Don't, 
set these expectations of it and don't want XYZ out of it. Just, just I'm an artist. I'm not a business person. I need to focus on the art. You know, that's my first priority. I'm not, I'm not out here trying to like get signed and, you know, like I'll obviously be good, but I just feel like my specialty is the music. So I focus on that and then Mules is, you know, making the music too. And then I felt like whoever is supposed to come around in our circumference to help us excel, they definitely will, you know. Do you think, you know, like when we talk about there being, I suppose, a, a gap with gender opportunity in music, especially here in Australia, do you think that's across the board amongst most industries? Do you think Australia's quite young? Yeah, I, they are quite young. But then saying that, like, in America, they, like, women still are on a low wage as well, you know? Like, there's still not equal opportunity over there. So I'm, you know, I can only really speak from what I saw there and what's here. And I, it's, yeah, it's just women have they've come so far but we have so much further to go you know and and that just comes with unity and speaking together and you know helping each other out like girls just need to help girls you know and just have each other's backs pretty much because we are we are creators and we do rule the world like you know what I mean like we are like feminine energy men would just be hopeless without us let's be real (laughs) I love it (laughs) If you could give one piece of advice or a saying or a quote to anyone that's listening that Mm. has a passion for music but may not have the confidence to step out into their own and make shit happen, what would you say to them? There's a couple. Like I feel like if you're you're an up-and-coming artist... I know a couple of people told me, but I didn't really like know the importance of it until I actually did it. It's just like experiment, like do, because the, the, for me, the hardest part, like I always knew I love music, but the hardest part for me was knowing what sound I was, you know, like, am I a singer? Do I do alternative? Am I a rapper? Am I a pop artist? You know, so it's just like really trying every type of music, like just try everything, you know what I mean? Don't. And which can be really hard because like a lot of up and coming artists don't have that much confidence. So I guess it would be like, just try heaps of different things. And like, the thing is like, so many people are like, oh no, my voice is terrible. It's like people here feel like they have to have like this Beyonce voice to like make it. And it's like, if that is not true, like there's so many different types of sounds that people resonate with you know like there's some people I know that are playing festivals and I'm like I can't believe that you're like playing this festival like you're not this ballad singer but like it's something unique and it's not just the voice it's like your image who you are your stage production like it's intriguing to someone to just stand there and watch it's not just about the voice it's a little bit about showmanship too and having a bit of like confidence that yeah it's hard to explain but I'm just saying that like you don't you know I never took a like I think I took like maybe like singing lessons when I was in year three or four you know what I mean like I've never been this trained vocalist or anything like that I think it's just finding your sound is the first thing that's really important to up and coming artists and then once you've found that sound it's just like making a habit of um writing as much content as you can you know like coming into a habit of like waking up write a page even if it's crap like it doesn't matter it's like making your brain 
work and like using words that you normally wouldn't use. Like I have this like thing and it's like, it's like a word of the day and it's like all these weird words, you know, just trying to like keep your brain active and like, you know, and, and since saying that, like do creative things with your brain too. Like I have this really stupid like Harry Potter game on my phone and like it's about like also connecting with your inner child, you know what I mean? And like there's just so many things I want to say, you know, to like because like I felt like I didn't really have that in my family, you know. So it's like if I can like say one thing that one person will resonate with, that would be great. But I think it's just like be yourself, be you and just try not to be insecure as hard as it is. Do you know what, Chelsea, throughout that, I, I can really see you at some point as a side project doing workshops specifically for people that may be experiencing roadblocks or difficulty in getting inspiration of how do I just do the basics of getting myself together yeah. where I feel comfortable to express myself. And I think that's yeah. really good for like something that you'd be actually personally really successful at oh thank you yeah i'd love that you know pin board put that one on the pin board yeah manifests itself at some point okay yeah doing that and i think we do need a lot more you know female leaders in any Mm. game and especially i think more so in music take that lead and 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 pave that way for people um, yeah. Do you know what? Yeah, I've been there. I've had my struggles, but you don't also need to go through that alone. And um, I like important coaching to to get you where you need to be internally to, to self manage whatever it is that you need to and overcome whatever blockages it is that's there to be able to start, you know, mm-hmm. getting confidence to make things happen. So who knows? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, babe, I want to thank you so much um, for you sharing some of yourself and hopefully um, we can get you on another podcast at some point. How's that sound? Oh, absolutely. Sounds great. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much.